Uh, welcome to Tech Talk um, with Marty Matheny. I'm Marty Matheny, and I'm here today with Honey Darling. Uh, thanks for joining me, Honey. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a it's a cloudy fall day outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the New Relic office, and uh, I thought it'd be good to do um, do a little bit of chat today about some management topics. Um, so, honey, you're your manager here at New Relic. Yep. And you've been in, in the management game for a while. Yeah, it's been a while now. Uh, and one one thing I was reading this summer on our internal um, blog here at New Relic was a blog post you wrote uh, titled, So You Might Want to Be an Engineering Manager, <laughs> which I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, so it, I think it would be... I think folks would be interested in hearing some of that advice um, when you when you talk about what it's like to be in the management role. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, I think um, it's interesting to think about um, how how we met for the first time. Yeah, it was a while ago. And do you remember? Um, I, I think it was you were running a a meetup called mm-hmm. PDX Tech Leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and that meetup still exists, even though I'm not organizing it anymore. Uh, they're still running events, happy hours. But yeah, I started that meetup when I became a manager because I worked in an environment that had no managers. Right. And I knew that I was out of water and I was going to need a lot of help. And so by forming that meetup, I created a little bit of community to help me learn how to do this thing. Right. It was very complicated and brand new. Um, I think I went to the first one I went to was uh, like a luncheon. There were maybe eight or 10 people who were managers or leaders around um, Portland area. Some of them were like a CTO at a company and other folks were tech leads. So it was was a lot of variety. Um, but I had just become a manager, like maybe in the last, the previous year. And, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) There were very few managers at my company Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I, you know, I felt like I needed some help or advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, so how I was, I'm always curious how you got the idea to start that meetup or it was, um, did you co-start it with someone else or how did that all um, come together? No, I, when I, when I became a manager, uh, I didn't know any other real tech leaders in the community. So I was, I hadn't been in Portland for a very long time and I'd been a software engineer for 12, 13 years at that point. Mm -hmm. And I, and the place I was working didn't have any management at all to speak of. So it's totally, let's say flat. It was totally flat. Yeah. So, so I knew that there was a lot of stuff I didn't know about that I would need to figure out. And I tend to learn best from other people's experience. That's, that's the way I like to to figure things out. So it kind of made sense to, to find who those people were and get them together in a room so they could tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember you like kicking off the lunch and I think you were doing like a lot of listening. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I was too. I'm yeah. like, I'm really interested in what these folks have to say about, you know, running projects yep. and managing difficult situations mm-hmm. with people. Um, yeah. I, I think, learned a lot. Yeah. 
there's a lot to learn, I think, from your first, <laughs> uh -huh. first, second, third year of management. Um, yeah. One thing I think of is that it's, you, we learn through experience, mm -hmm. um, but it's hard to get that experience because it takes time. Yes. And we're all only working on one project with maybe one or two teams. Yep. And you'll encounter things like um, a difficult situation, and you might learn from it, and you might encounter that same situation and try something else and learn a different lesson. Yep. But that can take, you know, nine months. It can take a long time. Right. Yeah. And some of those puzzles that pop up, especially in the beginning, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm a little bit a little bit of a perfectionist in terms of like wanting to do things as best as I can, mm -hmm. even if I've never had this experience before. So running into one of those situations that I, I don't really know how to deal with. Well, mm -hmm. I want to do as much research as possible or figure out the best way I could possibly handle that situation. And a lot of times for me, I need to do that by processing with other humans around, around how to handle that. Right. Using their experience, bouncing my ideas off of them and having them tell me, no, that's a terrible idea. Don't ever do it that way. Right. Right. Here's some options. Here's what I could try. Uh -huh. Do you have any yeah. suggestions? Yeah. So I think, I think a big part of my experience becoming a manager that was positive was finding a community of people that could support me, especially through the emotional stuff. You know, there's... Right. It, when, when I was a software engineer, I wasn't really dealing with <laughs> this level of like complexity, this human stuff that gets really complicated and very heavy. So, so entering into that side of things meant that I needed a lot of, of human support. So finding a community, some, some buddies that you can talk to about things that come up, especially these, these puzzles, really, really helps. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And it, it, it can be hard for me. Um, it was a while back. I, I think I moved into management at the end of 2011, beginning in 2012, into management roles, which I think maybe that's, we were. Yeah, that's about when I did too, yeah. At the same time. It's hard to remember way back then. <laughs> um, and I was like thinking about it as I was writing my own blog post of like advice yeah. to new managers. But can you remember like during that first year, if you – Think about like when you first start, first couple months or the first mm -hmm. year. Was there something that was just like unexpected for you, or um, yeah, something really challenging? Or is it hard to remember back yeah. then? It was such a haze. Um, the the initial period after I became a manager was so intense for me that it, it's kind of burned itself into my memory at this right. point. It was very, it was a very intense time because I was totally out of water. I was learning as much as I could. I was facing situations I'd never had to face before. So to me, I remember that time very, very well. Mm. Probably the biggest challenge for me um, that you know, I see, I see signal of even in that first couple of years is that um, I wasn't really super comfortable with telling people what to do. Mm. Like that wasn't really, that wasn't really a, a thing that I ever really liked to do. And right. so learning my style of telling people what to do, I think was a, a big challenge for me. Um, figuring out how to go from being 
an IC to a manager in a place where I had always been an IC meant that all of a sudden I was the manager of people who had been my peers. Right. Right. So now I needed to kind of shift their perspective on my role and on how I could help and support them and also how I was going to lead in a lot of ways. And that, that was a pretty challenging situation. Yeah. It's always a tricky dynamic. And I think it happens to a lot of new managers because yeah, like why, why do people get asked to become a manager? Usually they're on a team and they're, um, they're maybe, um, leading some projects mm-hmm. and then the, the leadership at the company says like, Oh, you seem to be able to lead these projects and I've got too much to do. Would you like to manage the team? Or, um, you know, they're showing a lot of technical competence. Like they really understand the technology well and the domain well, and there's, you know, they're showing some sort of sign yeah. that gets them in a position where folks, uh, ask them to step into a management role or in your case, you sort of define the role and say, uh-huh. hey, you make the case for this. Yes. We're, we're at the size now where we need a manager. But then you're managing your peers, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and the folks who you were shoulder to shoulder with, you know, yeah. building these um, systems, you're now in, it's like a different dynamic. And I think it's more common that um, you're asked to do that on a in a company where you built that trust. You've demonstrated your, yes, your competence yeah. as opposed to like, well, I'm a software engineer here and I'm going to change companies and become a manager as yeah. an unknown. I think is a, it's more rare. It, it happens, but yeah, it's, it's not as common. Yeah. So most people are in that situation where they're managing their peers mm-hmm. and it's like a, it's an interesting one. It is. It's tricky. Yeah. You can't, you can really can't just, it doesn't happen overnight. Right. You, you don't become their manager the next day, it really is a, a long process, right? That's and you have to you have to build respect, and you have to build you know some sense that you are there to help and support those people, and that you can do that job well for them. Right. Yeah. You'll get the question like, "So you're not writing code anymore? What do you do?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. What exactly? What, what is the point? Do you do here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and I, I felt similar of like when, when you're in a, you know, developer role, even if you're in a senior development role or lead and you're meant to helping to coordinate efforts and projects, you're, you're sort of, you're in some meetings and then you head back to your you know desk yeah. or cube and you're you know, working on these tasks and it's very like clear of what um, the expectation for you is. You're like oh. building these things and yeah. you're like, okay, I built it. It's complete. Let's integrate it with this other thing. Yeah. Uh, and it gets a little squishier when you get into the management side. Yeah. Those yeah. were the days. Moving tickets across the board. Right. Feeling like I got something done. <laughs> right. You get all the small wins, oh. the medium wins. Feels so good. Um, yeah. And yeah, for me, when I started to have people say like, with like a look of, uh, a lot of stress on their face. Uh-huh. Can I talk to you? Can we go into this room? <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh dear. Like my stomach yeah. drops. I'm like, what? Um, what horrible thing happened? And right. now this person needs to talk to their manager and sort it out. And then yes. go into the room. And they would tell you know, sometimes it's a work conflict. Sometimes it's a something happening in their personal life yes. that is really impacting their work, and they need to help sort it out. And 
I felt very emotionally unprepared to have those discussions. Mm. Uh, like I hadn't read books or, um, yeah, I didn't have advice yeah. about, um, some of that stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah, I think a lot of <laughs> new managers are seeking that advice. Like, Hey, what's going to happen? What's right. it going to be like? What do I do? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. It's hard to know. So from the, the leadership meetup, do you still have those connections? Are there people you still? I see you. Right. Which is amazing. Um, I've got, there's a few managers here at New Relic that were part of that meetup, which I, I really appreciate still being connected with. Shar is here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shar is here. Yeah. You really can build a, like a network of folks, you know, in town yep. that are doing the same, you know, job with you, the yeah. same role and. That really helps, especially if you work for a smaller company that doesn't have a lot of management, um, technical management specifically, mm-hmm. too. I think it's important to find those people right. somewhere. It's one thing I advise folks if they're at a small company where there's yeah. just one or two managers, like find a meetup, find yes. like a, a support group, mm-hmm. uh, like a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. You need to be able to you say, do. I'm dealing with all this stress. Oof. Can't really talk to my team about it. Yeah. Um, because it feels awkward in some exactly. scenarios. Um, if it's interpersonal things going on with your team and you're not sure how to be- best help. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know, a huge reason why I love our miniums here at New Relic. So that's exactly what it is, right? We get to go to a weekly little group meetup, just right. internal with the other managers here and have these conversations together. Yeah, do you want to describe the process a little bit? I think it's a great yeah. process, and I would totally recommend yeah. it if I like moved to any company. Any company, I would try be. to set this up. Yeah, I think New Relic has an amazing kind of foundation of supporting managers. Hmm. New Relic understands how hard this work can be and does a lot to make sure that that we are set up for success, which I really appreciate. And I think part of that is understanding that we need each other's support, and so. So I see this program of the Minium, which is mini manager group, mm-hmm. um, as part of that. So uh, when you join New Relic as a manager, become a manager here in the product organization, uh, you join one of how many Miniums are there now? There's yeah. now nine. There are nine Miniums. So there's nine of these. Um, and you join one of these and you're usually with a collection of eight or nine other managers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you meet once a week for an hour or so and uh, and talk about all the things that are going on. And sometimes um, people need to work out really specific issues. And sometimes um, there's a lot of discussion about what's happening at the organizational level right. and how we're processing those sorts of things. So there's a lot of um, there's a, a large scope of of discussion in those meetings. And we always come out of these with like, ah. Oh, we got to work through some of these things that are on our minds that we haven't been able to process. And, and that's been amazingly helpful. I think it's one of, one of the best parts of supporting managers at new relic. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, it's nice to have like in a medium sized company like new relic, it's got 2000 employees, yeah, uh, 72 engineering teams. Um, you get to meet folks from different parts of the org oh, that yeah. you might not have, um, had a full empathy for the challenges of their type of work. 
That's right. You know, there's front end teams mm-hmm. and platform teams and infrastructure teams yeah. and uh, design groups. And it's interesting when, you know, like a big strategy rolls out and folks have heard bits and pieces about what's related to it. And you try to like pool your knowledge and be like, <laughs> what have we all heard? And, yeah. Um, yeah. So amazingly helpful organizational uh-huh. um, I think awareness. Can help. I think um, as a new manager, it's important to be a little bit picky about where you end up. I think there are, are different cultures in different organizations that can be potentially supportive and can be potentially not supportive. So mm-hmm. I've learned this in my short career as a manager that finding a place where um, the managers support each other and aren't super competitive with each other is the best place to be, right? Because we are dealing with so, so much in our jobs. Right. It, it doesn't make sense to also be um, kind of, you know. An adversarial yeah. work competition of some right. sort. Yeah. I'd imagine also like a, a situation where if it's a company and they do a little bit of software, yeah. So there's a small software group within yeah. a company that that's maybe an enabler as opposed to their primary business. If you're a manager there, you can it puts you in a maybe tough situation where you're defending the, the value right. of software and yeah, while also trying to learn too. Well, right. trying yeah, trying to learn all these other things. Right. So I'm looking at your your blog post here. So you might want to be an engineering manager, which I thought was great. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you should share this with the world. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you ever uh, would consider putting this on Medium. One, one yeah. thing I've noticed at New Relic is we have an internal blog, uh-huh. and I've done some writing on that and put a lot of energy into it, yeah. um, which is good practice for writing, and people really appreciate it mm-hmm. here. Um, but then it's also like within the company. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> we don't get to share it. Yes. Externally as much. But I think this stuff is all um, you, you mentioned here. Uh, helpful for folks um, in any management role. Um, and you talk a little bit about, like you, you talked about on the podcast here, the stepping into the management role um, and doing a lot of reading. Yeah. So you, you mentioned a lot of books. A lot of books. I didn't, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. So <laughs> a ton of, um, a ton of online reading, um, articles, blog posts, that sort of thing. Lots of HBR articles, of course. And then, right. um, and then lots and lots of books, um, and books that I still think about, right. In my day to day work where I, I think, Oh, this is, this is how I'm going to apply this concept from this book. And the more books you read and the more experience you gain, of course, your intuitive wisdom can kick in a little bit better and makes it feel like you kind of know what you're doing a little bit, which is nice. So it helps. I think it helps to, to read uh, as much as you can. Be like a, a literate manager. Uh huh. Yeah. Are there maybe um, like one or two books that either for you hit home the most or were the most helpful early on or that you books that you recommend to others as like your top you know the the book. I don't know if this was in my list um, on the article, but 
the book that was recommended to me as my first book mm-hmm. as a manager was a book called Do Nothing. I haven't read that. What is that? <laughs> it sounds great. It's pretty, yeah, doesn't it? It's Do pre- Nothing. It's pretty much what the title says, only, uh. you know, more verbose. <laughs> um, but what that told me immediately was that management wasn't about getting all up in everybody's business. Right. Right. And that the less that you can do, the better. As opposed to like tell, tell people to do everything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I think so, so there's, there's that. Sure. Um, Other books, um, other books that have really like stayed with me have been things like five dysfunctions of a team. Right. I think that, that's amazing how much uh, is in there. One thing I like about that book, it's like a story. It's a parable. Yeah. yeah. About Easy people to consume. encountering this work dysfunction on a like leadership group. I really like that one as well. And yeah. if you've been on a dysfunctional team and you're wondering like, why <laughs> is this so hard? Why, why yeah. are we all fighting? Why, you know, aren't things working um, in the way they have been on functional teams? I think it helps give you the language of like why these things yes. psychologically might be happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to learn depending on. So, so, and I kind of talk about this in, in this blog post I wrote too, but management managing, you know, in, in engineering really covers a wide spectrum of things to, to be good at. Mm. So we, we think about the people side of things as, as maybe one of the core themes there but there's also project management there's product uh there's how you run process on your team so there's a there's a lot of things there to get good at and i think at some point i realized that i should probably focus on the things that were my strengths right i think that's an important piece of you know you don't have to be uh, the most amazing manager at everything it's, it's pretty impossible because there's so much for us to do. Right. So, so learning for yourself that you're really great at creating amazing processes for your teams that help them do their best work and thrive is great. So focus on that and get really good at that. Read books about how to do that. Right. Think about systems thinking and emergence and, and different things like that. That to inform that strength that you have and, and make yourself even better at that. So for me, I think the things that, that really, really help my curiosity, you know, really touch on the things that I'm interested in tend to focus around teams and people. Hmm. And so I'm reading a lot of, you know, more things geared more toward psychology or sociology, right. Things that will help me, um, help people be successful or help teams be successful, which is, I think why I love that book so much, the five dysfunctions of a team, because it was very much uh, kind of a look at how people work together and the sociology of teams specifically. Right. Yeah. That reminds me of a, a Peter Drucker book um, about management that was basically giving some advice of there's all sorts of different types of leaders yes. with different strengths. And you could have someone mm-hmm. who's like, very introverted and focusing on just like writing strategy documents and publishing those and folks who are like extremely 
emotionally intelligent and able to go into groups and like um, help with like group therapy and yes. certain teams that are having dysfunction uh-huh. and yeah, identifying your strengths and continuing to build on your strengths. Yes. is. Yeah. I think that's important. Like there've been lots of things, even books, you know, that I've started reading that I realize actually I'm not that curious about this. Right. <laughs> right. And it's okay. Like you don't, you don't have to go super deep in every area, in my opinion. Yeah. In management and in a lot of fields. It's exactly. Like following your curiosity. Is, yeah. I think that's following your curiosity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And one, one book I read when I was just getting started and I think I just, it was accidentally on my list of books to read. And I'm like, well, I'm a manager now. Maybe I'll read this. Uh-huh. It was um, how to win friends and influence people. Oh, so good. And it's just a bunch of stories um, uh, from the, the author, Dale Carnegie. And the the thing that helped was I, I had not studied psychology in uh-huh. college. So uh-huh. I didn't know how humans uh, worked yeah. or, you know, what led to the different emotions we feel. I was uh, oftentimes I had a startup writing a lot of code for long periods of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of by myself, uh, yeah. and interacting with the team sparingly. <laughs> So I pulled myself out of, uh, you know, my cube and I'm trying to understand some of these things. And it's just like, just basic etiquette stuff I had never learned. Yeah. Um, in, in, uh, I kind of grew up in a rural area with a lot of, not, a, not a lot of folks. Uh, it's like a small town. And I hadn't learned some of the basics about um, how to interact with people uh, without pissing them off. Yeah. And I would piss people <laughs> off. <laughs> some of my like, blunt interactions. Uh-huh. And they, you know, they'd get really upset. I'm like, why? Why did that person get so upset? I didn't. Um, but one thing I learned is that uh, these are things you can learn. Yes. You can. Uh, it's human nature is kind of, there's a lot of commonality to the patterns out there and it's, mm-hmm. it's something that you can pick up and you can, you can read about, you can practice and you can, you can get better at. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. I love that book too. I learned, yeah, I learned a lot about what motivates people, what engages people and how to stay connected right. in that book. And maybe one other for me, was the book uh, Radical Candor. Mm-hmm. And this, again, is like different things are going to be more applicable to different right. managers. And and for me, I was maybe socialized to not be too confrontational mm-hmm. uh, when I was growing up and mm-hmm. like, be polite mm-hmm. and don't say, you know, if you, have, <laughs> yeah. if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. That's right. But sometimes as a manager, you have to give people a little more yeah. blunt feedback if they're yes. going to have awareness about a certain situation. Um, and I think that book does a good job of making the case of why that's helpful. Yeah, it does. It makes a, a great case for it. It's very motivating and really helps, it helps you understand like what good feedback looks like, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So I think, this is one of the, um, this is one of the hardest parts of being a manager, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is giving really clear, you know, constructive feedback. Right, maybe uncomfortable feedback. Yeah, it can get really uncomfortable to tell somebody that what they're doing isn't working. Right. Mm-hmm. That can be really hard. So you want to feel like you're doing it 
as well as he can. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And there's certain ways to frame it, or yeah. certain ways to talk about it that um, can be um, can be yeah. useful, and you know, make it easier for the manager as well as the mm-hmm. person uh, participating um, and listening to the yeah. the discussion. Yeah, I think another another one for me that was really really important was humble inquiry. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That one was really good in, in the sense of um, really understanding how to approach people in a way that, you know, I, especially in my personal life, I have a tendency toward know-it-allism. <laughs> right. So, so I want to, I want to come, I want to come to the table really open-minded with people. Right. And I want to learn how to, to ask the questions that bring out the truth for them. And I think that book really helped me learn how to do that. Right. Yeah, we just finished a Brene Brown book called Dare to Lead in our management yeah. um, book club we have uh-huh. here, which is usually like you know five to ten managers get together every week and, and read a chapter of a book. Uh, there's a lot. I thought that book was great Yeah. Um, in terms of talking about some stuff that you don't maybe think about when you're like talking about technology leadership, yes. like shame, um, guilt, uh, embarrassment, kind of like building armor for ourselves mm-hmm. with perfectionism and this like some things that are more on the psychology side. Yeah. But also like getting really curious yes. about our own emotions and like trying to find answers. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, to management that reminds me of parenting. Right. And the fact of the matter is, is that people just like your kids are going to trigger things for you. Right. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's just, kind of what they do <laughs> and learning how Definitely. to learning how to to manage that for yourself you know emotional intelligence